April. Uh, I am uh, I'm coming I'm coming to this after uh, double posting the last two mob episodes. So I'm I'm also welcoming myself back to pu- pub- publishing this uh, podcast a little bit more. Um, uh, very happy to be doing it. I almost forgot that I have to publish it because I enjoy recording it so much. Um, but we're back talking about the second arc of Kaiji uh, with, of course, uh, uh, Piss. Hello, my friend. How are you? Hello, Trevor. How are, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I am um, basking in the uh, the late June heat uh, that uh, I'm sure is normal. Um, Hot, hottest year on record, baby. Oh, well, I'm sure we'll beat it next year, so don't worry too much. Any, um, any, anyway, uh, Sean, our, uh, hello, welcome back. Uh, hello. Do you have any pit, pithy Irish-isms to yeah, share Well, I us? was going to say I'm 10% sugar, 10% spice, but I'm 80% dickhead, so you better be nice. But I couldn't remember which rapper said that, so I <laughs> oh, thank you, thank uh, you. But I do not think it was an Irish rapper. I think it might have been um, problematic fave, sugar-free. Hello, anyway, uh, how, how is everybody? <laughs> Dustin the Turkey, yes, yes. Good, good. <laughs> oh, do you want to talk about Dustin the Turkey? Because I... I found out about yeah, let's talk Turkey like 48 hours ago because a friend was like, hey, Ireland's like, here's what Ireland does at Eurovision. This is why I've always hated Eurovision. Um, yeah. Well, so. so in Ireland, there is a famous turkey called Dustin, right? This is actually quite complicated to explain. I kind of regret going into this. So there's a kid's I, show I, called... Everyone is wondering, by the way. <laughs> by the time this comes out, people will still be wondering in America yeah. what Dustin the Turkey was about. Um, so well, so I, thank you. Very quickly, there's a kid's show in Ireland called The Den. There was a guy on it, and then they had Zig and Zag. Zig and Zag were two aliens from Zog, which I understand is unfortunate in some context. That is not what it meant. Um, But uh, uh, in fact, they had several dancehall songs. One was called Zagamuffin um, and one was called She Love Me. Um, Were they actual dancehalls? I mean... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 and they were they like did really well. So they actually <laughs> uh, in the, in the as all traitors Irish people do, they went to England and hosted the breakfast TV show there. But there was a tur- there was a turkey character called Dustin the Turkey. He was quite popular. Um, he did a string of novelty albums, all of which I had as a kid. Um, where he would collaborate with like uh, Bob Geldof um, from the oh no I don't, I don't sure like song he he did a cover of Rat Trap but with Dustin the Turkey and Dustin the Turkey was kind of a Dublin, like my impression of someone from Dublin, even though I've lived here for 10 years, is just me doing a Dustin the Turkey impression. But also, he was just generally quite beloved. Um, he was sent to the Eurovision because Ireland, like as is detailed in a um, sitcom written by, uh, nobody can remember who wrote this sitcom, the sitcom called Father Ted, but as is detailed in it, um, <laughs> Ireland won the Eurovision so many times it became financially imprudent to do so. So there is a, a, a conspiracy theory that we're tr- we've been trying not to win it ever since. So once we sent to Turkey, <laughs> we sent Jedward. But Dustin is like a, you know, he shows up now also on this TV show. There's Podge and Raj, who are two evil twins. Um, who they have I feel like own... the three-letter names are sort of setting you up for Zog-like <laughs> situations here. Like, uh, where, where you're just going to have something that is not good. Well, I mean, well, when you start at that point, you really have to just continue going on yeah, in hopes you, you to not draw attention to, well, to but it. But Podge and Raj were twins, but they had a adult-themed anthology horror show called A Scare at Bedtime that implied they were incestuous, and then they had a late-night talk show. These are all puppets, by the way. They so this is night- so like there's a straight line from this to you making hundreds of dead bodies. Got For, it. Okay, one, yeah, seriously, one hundred percent. But but Dustin still shows up, and <laughs> he 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 goes on TV shows. Everybody loves him. He came back 
for a charity thing with Zig and Zag, who um, have the same I Never Left Ireland accents that you'll recognise from all traders. And um, I think they're all played by the same three people, anyway, all those characters. But uh, there was also Socky and Ted. We don't have to go into all of them. Um, I won Smile of the Week on that kids show, by the way. Uh, Proud of a, you. a picture of me naked in the bath um, when I was eighteen months old. There's um, a lot of there's a lot of boxes being checked here. <laughs> I don't feel very comfortable yeah. that. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, so so yeah, so he he insulted Niall Horan from the One Directions, right? The thing about that is, like all these. Oh American wait, there's kids, new there's new dust in the turkey information. Okay. Yeah, so this is why he's in the news right now. This is mm-hmm. this is. Oh, Dustin. did you not know that? That's no, why, that's why no. he's been cancelled by a bunch of American teens. Yeah, so children have come for Dustin the turkey, a, 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 a puppet which is older than me slightly. Um, <laughs> also, I, I, I for, for those not aware. It looks absolutely horrifying. It's a terrifying <laughs> turkey. It is. It is. It is like it's like pre pre Sesame Street looking puppet kind of thing, where it's yeah. like it, in an American context, where it's sort of like just this side of truly terrifying. Yeah, like I love it, but it 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 is fucked up. Yeah, I mean, in my mind, it's just that it's the kind of like. Uh, sort of caveman looking at a, an articulated lorry of seeing someone from Dublin for the first time. There's a particular <laughs> Lovecraftian horror that kind of goes through you when that happens, and Dustin is an attempt to continue that forever. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, so American teenagers saw him insult Niall Horan and were like, I hate you, Dustin. Yeah, whatever this is, this ain't it, sis. This, um, you know, puppet from Ireland. <laughs> like, yeah. that. we hate this now. This ain't, we all, you know. Meanwhile, I guarantee you, Niall Horan probably paid them 40 grand for Dustin the Turkey to win. If Dustin the Turkey insulted me, I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be dead because I'd know mm-hmm. my life couldn't get any better. You know? <laughs> um, and, and, and again, also, funny insults. Like he called him a different member of One Direction and cut him off in the middle of a song. That's actually Yeah, I like funny, that. That was you know? good. Yeah. 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 But uh, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to go on a big Irish... No, <laughs> I feel like I know more and less Cult- about Dustin Cultural the anthropologist Sean McTiernan. <laughs> yes, yeah. which I, a study I did by living where I was born for yeah. 18 years. <laughs> I, I mean, the kill, like, once again, you know, the Kilkenny hurling statue, you know, man's hubris knows no bounds. <laughs> this is it, this is it. Yeah. I'm, speaking, I'm of man, he, speaking of man's hubris. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, Sean, Thank I should say, before, before we move on, I... Um, I mentioned to uh, to my wife that I was recording with you tomorrow, uh, you and you and Andrew, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm recording with Andrew and uh, and um, uh, my friend Sean, um, uh, who's my Irish friend Sean." And she goes, "Wait, Sean, whose wedding we went to?" Uh, and I was like, "No." She's like, "Well, he's Sean O'Rourke." And I was like, "No, this is a different Irish." <laughs> and I realized <laughs> just Irish That's, Sean uh... is maybe not the best way to uh, refer to you. It's not yeah. as uh, clear as one would hope. I have my, most people I knew in real life would have just called me my second name, which is a fairly common thing outside of Dublin. I guess in Dublin they put an O at the end of your name because there are more simple people. I think McTierno. <laughs> no, it'd be Shano. But oh, uh, oh. <laughs> but outside of that, McTiernan is basically what most people would have called me um, uh-huh. for this reason. Although I did go to a Protestant school, so nobody was called Sean, and there was eighteen guys called Cecil. So. Um, not a Protestant myself, uh, just just for the record. But yeah, so that, that was. But I understand it, your pain definitely. If I if I called you McTiernan, um, someone would remember that my name was almost Tiernan and make fun of me. So, um. <laughs> well, my my uncle, uh, his name was almost Crispin, 
because his mo- my grandmother is English, and my dad and my uh, my other uncle had to like Glen Glarigan Ross style go on a long sit when my uncle was born and convince my mother not to call him Crispin. <laughs> but then, because in the seven in the sixties in Ireland he would be dead. Like that's it. That's the yeah. end of it. But then when my dad was picking him up from school twelve years later and he was being annoying, my dad just turned around to his friends and said he was going to be called Crispin. Um, so everybody called him Tato, which I've just realised you probably don't know is a brand of potato ship, but everybody called him Tato from, uh, from then on. So. That's very good. That's, yeah. that's wonderful. Well, speaking of wonderful, this is our third attempt at a segue. Um, Kaiji, we're, we're doing Kaiji arc two. Um, the, the, um, the first time we watched Kaiji, uh, Andrew, uh, told me, um, I don't know if this made it to the podcast or not, but, uh, Andrew told me that. Uh, binging Kaiji was uh, and oh no, we talked about binging and why that's like yeah we had well, yeah we had like sorry, it's like sorry. Trevor don't call it binging and here and you I are. just and you're like my... we I eating disordered Kaiji and I've got to <laughs> yeah. say no yeah. no I uh, I'm, I'm I'm sorry I was saying to, I was telling Andrew earlier my um my kid had a total meltdown so my brain is yeah. broken um so I'm sorry that was my fault it, no, uh, no, worries, uh, no, it, no my worries. cat's being a little bit weird it's the same thing right yeah, it, yeah. It, no it, it's not too far <laughs> off it's pretty yeah, close Trevor, as the most oppressed man uh, among us I, yeah I feel like we need to talk about childless privilege but I don't know if we have time um uh <laughs> but yeah um so uh like just basically like watching a bunch of it at a time um and how that was like kind of a kind of a rough choice. Like, don't don't necessarily mm-hmm. save it for the last day. Um, yeah. I didn't I didn't find that with the first few episodes. I was like, oh, I could watch I could watch this all day. This is really fun. It's like there's some stressful parts, but sure. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty light. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, if you are watching with us and want to watch the second arc, uh, here's my recommendation: don't watch that in one sitting. <laughs> I watched it in two, thankfully, but mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's uh, it's intense. Yeah, I watched it all today, and I've read it, so I knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But that kind of made it even more stressful for me because I couldn't remember moment to moment what was going to happen. Totally, I, I had that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "When are they, When is this horrible thing going to come up finally?" And I could see the hope in Kaiji's eyes, and I was like, "No, Kaiji, don't. It's not going as well as you think it's going to go. Like, <laughs> yeah. listen to oh. those zawas, you know." So, yeah. Somehow, the, so the much more than design and the music. Scissors. Also, just really, really horrifying in this arc. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, it's, but it's, I mean, it's very, very good. Like I shouldn't yeah. say like, I shouldn't make the, uh, make it seem like this is somehow bad. Um, it is an excellent arc. It's very good. It's just, uh, all the things that the first arc was doing just to an, to the nth degree. Yeah. Well, like this, like in, if the first arc is just like set up like, Hey, you know, this is, the, this is what debt is like. This is what debt makes you do. This very much plays up. Uh, the whole like, yeah, the rich people actually love watching this shit. This is the only way that they can feel. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, it's like if you if I was going to, I I know how I know it was actually written by one guy and whatever, and it's an adaptation. But if mm-hmm. I didn't know that, I would think that they took the scene from the end of the first arc where he had that conversation where he was like, "I hate money so much it makes me want to throw up," and he starts punching people, mm-hmm. and they were like, "This is too subtle." We need to we need to up this and only do this for the whole people need to be coming out and giving speeches about money and the soul all the time and it needs to be this horrible constantly. And it is, you know, they did it. So. I, I admire I admire the lack of subtlety in this arc. Like, legitimately, not ironically, because it, it really is like there's so many sort of um and, and I, I don't mean like anyone who's been on the show or anything, like I know that there are allegories about capitalism that I've talked about that I actually do like, like uh, Night in the Woods and stuff like that. But um, there are so many like twee allegories about capitalism that are just like, 
oh yeah okay the commodity fetish all right yeah you sort of like we're, we're working it out don't don't we feel bad about this that like honestly seeing someone be like yeah this the i i feel like i feel like there are no i have no friends and everyone's an enemy and that's life Tonagawa um, just, just like, says okay, that cool. your life exists to exchange money. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, it's, it's none like of that. your lives are worth this money. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then he elaborates on it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's great because it's one of those things where it's like none of your lives are worth this money, and you're just like, wow, that's a cruel thing to say. I guess let's move just, on from here. And he's like, as well, as let he's me, just let me sitting explain. and having a smoke. It's like, yeah, no, this is no big deal. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> you, you're little worms. And oh. for these specific reasons, and then he's like, oh god, is he going to keep doing this? Yes, he just keeps going from behind corners and being like. By the way, every single one of you is worth nothing. Uh, <laughs> get on the get on the bridge. Yeah. So it uh, no no it's 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 really really I like it as well because um there's there's an the the kind of I the first episode right I know we're gonna get mm-hmm. to the two the two kind of main yeah. I guess, arcs or whatever but the first episode which is kind of an in between the episode where it's yeah. sort of like there's a hangout there's a character and stuff it really emphasizes how weird it is that the entire first arc happens over four hours. And the second one happens <laughs> yes. over about three, like or, or four, you know, you know, like. No, and then there's, I, <laughs> like, yeah. I love that the first thing the narrator says is four months later. Yeah, <laughs> so weird. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And it's just the boat, like, and he's like, four months later, you'll probably. This is probably shocking. He's still thinking about that mad night in the boat with all the stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Mean, fair enough, yeah. Unbelievable. I just I think Kaiji's fatal flaw is he can't let anything go. He, yeah. I mean, let me tell you, he really can't. You know. <laughs> that's um, his superpower. Where he's yeah. just like, remember that thing from fifteen minutes ago? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's his whole that's where he gets his strength from. But yeah, like and and he's kind of it's it the, the starkness of the debt, like the way debt is described in it though, where people keep telling him, No, like there's no way you can do this. Like, yeah. there's no way you can pay this off. There's no legitimate way out here at all, ever. You're fucked. Like, it's really, really horrific, you know? Um, and uh, even that, like... Can I talk a little bit about the first episode? Go, go yeah, for it, go for it, yeah. yeah. So in the first it really episode, doesn't quite fit into the other two parts that we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, so he, he's he's working in, like, a, in a lawn... In, like, a supermarket, is it, or a Convenience store. Convenience yeah, yeah. store. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, he, yes, uh, we have those here, just in case anybody wanted to know. Uh, but he's working <laughs> in did. a convenience <laughs> store, and um, somebody... He gets accused of stealing something, and obviously because he's been traumatized by being on the fucking cruise purgatory, you know, the S-bar or whatever, he's like, mm-hmm. bet me, bet me that I don't have this, and if and if you do bet me, then we'll open it, and then you have to pay me way more, and the boss is like, you're being really weird, um, <laughs> you, you, you probably st- have it somewhere, uh, and you, you, you stowed it somewhere, and then he goes outside and Kaiju really impotently shouts in at the boss, you've made a powerful enemy, this is war, and like, really gave me a lot of flashbacks to when I dressed down the back of somebody's head silently when I was serving food or whatever um, but uh, <laughs> but then the guy kind of the other kind of nice guy in the office turns up and he's like oh man he accused me of the, and Kaiju's like I've just used Kaiji brain to uh, work out that you stole it and the guys yeah you Sahara you are the thief you yeah you fuck. are the thief which, which I think outlines the thing that happens over and over again which is Kaiji's really good at operating within a rule set you know yeah. figuring out the loopholes in a rule set but when he meets someone that's just like Oh, like I just broke the rules. He's like, "What the fuck? How how does this work?" You know, like he can't. <laughs> you've just seen him in four hours, game theory an entire 
not game theory, but you know what I mean, like out, like meta game, whatever, and this entire boat structure to get out of the worst possible position, and then like the dickhead had his job totally conned him, and yeah. he's like he's like flabbergasted by this. He's just like, I can't, I don't know what this is, and the guy's like, you're obviously on the run, and guys, like, how do you know? Because you're doing all the guy on the run things, you know? <laughs> right? Um, and then uh, yeah, but it's, I just thought it was interesting that they showed him again being sort of outsmarted completely by someone and an idiot of circumstance um, and then uh, then the Yakuza guys he's worried about come back and yeah. the, 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 the arc starts for real I guess yeah I thought it was oh go ahead his, sorry his death well, well yeah like the way that this opens is like you know Kaiji's working uh, you know he's saying he, you know I'm on the way up and then you know a garbage uh, bag that he's carrying explodes and the narrator just goes like less than half of the people made it off the boat without debt Kaiji's debt's gone from 3.8 <coughs> million to 6.2 million you know the interest is gonna kill him uh and then like the actual events um unfold just real 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 dire stakes from the beginning yeah Um, it's 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 real dark and like i think like what what ended up being the darkest thing for me was when uh kaiji's friend just um just totally pulls like the cruelest possible joke on him like his co-worker goes to the bathroom he's drinking with him he's like hey sorry about the whole framing you thing but uh drinks around me um and he he goes to the the bathroom, and when he comes out, the his friends like, "Hey Kaiji, um, some guy came by and left this for you." Um, so like, I don't know what it is. Uh, he kind of looked like he was a mobster of some kind. Um, and Kaiji just looks at it, and it's a cell phone number. And he's like, "Oh, oh, oh okay." Uh, calls the calls the number, and he's like, "Who is this?" And it's just <laughs> Sahara. The yeah, he's just friend. like sitting in the corner like, looking at him. <laughs> like, hey man, what's up? I got you. I got you. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, then they do find actual Endo. He's back. He's got another speech that I will not uh, recite the entirety of right now. But it is fucking, you know, it's an Endo speech. It's fucking incredible. And uh, Sahara, yeah, because like the gist of it is like, hey, one night you want to clear all that debt? I got like, you got to do this. You know, you can't call, claim bankruptcy. No one's going to give a shit. You know, you we will make you pay this off. And Sahara is immediately hooked, right? He hasn't been traumatized. Like, yeah, man, can I get in on this? I want to I wanna make some money. Uh, Kaiji begs for him not to do that. But, hey, you know, Sahara is all the way in. Um, you know, he wants, to, he wants to show that he can grab the stars. And, they, you know, one month later, at, we, you know, we, we're at the Starside Hotel in the garage. Uh, Kaiji... Kaiji stepping forward once more into the dark world of gambling where no light enters uh, into a garage just fucking full of dudes. And then, uh, yeah, that's this is the, the start of the, the, the beam walking. Um, yeah. Can I say the one last thing before we get into the beam yeah. walking? I uh, felt like a total idiot because the first time Sahara showed up, I mm-hmm. like I much like Kaiji thought that he was uh, just very friendly. Like, I completely ignored everything I learned from the last arc of Kaiji. And I was like, oh, a friend for Kaiji. He should be nice to this guy. He's like, he's trying to help him out. Um, Only the buddy comedy that this was clearly about to become. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, One man screaming at his soul all the time. It's like, this guy could do with a buddy. He needs a guy. Yeah. Needs a buddy. I mean, Kaiji, like, Kaiji a does need a friend to be clear. It's definitely not Sahara, though. No, 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 no. 
Um, Sahara tries to frame him and make him lose his job. Um, yeah. I, I did also think it was funny that when Endo was being like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, this is very new than the last thing we talked about. In one night, oh, you'll get rid of all your debts with a mysterious game I can't explain. And he mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. says, this is your rescue ship. Like, you remember, like, the ship you were on, where all the fucked up things. This is a rescue ship, so it's, it's all. And then Kaiju's like, it's going to be different this time. Mm, is it? Uh, I guess. So. Well, yeah, and he, and he also goes like, yeah, Kaiju, your debt was like six point whatever. Now it's uh, like add an extra 400,000 yen. You can't pay that with your entire salary. Like, come on, man, you got to do that, you know? Yeah, he does the whole thing of like, he'll be paying off debt till you're 40. That's basically yeah. when you're dead. Uh, yeah. It's very it's very compelling. Uh, very compelling stuff. And, uh, and Kaiju falls for it, hook, line, and sinker. Oh, yeah. And uh, Endo just truly reads him like a fucking book. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, um, we're, we're in the garage. It's full of dudes, and Ashida's there. <laughs> she is so happy to see Kaiji, which is like really heartbreaking. Because like, why would you want to see Kai? Like, you know what this is gonna, like. You know what's going to happen here, Ashida. <laughs> you're here um, right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is not where you want to. You want to literally be anywhere. This man isn't. Like, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I like that Kaiji like tries to be mean to Ishida, but like you can tell that Kaiji, you know, Kaiji's truly the one who's sad that he has to be like, no man, we're not friends. Don't, yeah. don't. Just, don't just talk to be to clear me. as well for listeners like me that can't remember any names, Ishida's the guy who Kaiji saves at the end of the first arc with all of his money, right? That's, that's, yeah. that's yeah, 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 yeah. He's the old man. Yeah, and it's so good because it's this big pure gesture and then the next time he sees him is in this fucked up like horrible like like uh oh another terrible gambling you know yeah. like uh, <laughs> vortex great glad, um, you, yeah. glad you used your second chance so wisely you should have yeah thanks man uh but and he then he yeah because okaiji's like get away from me d- dickhead like and he's kind of like i i alone i must operate you know i'm 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 i have to have a sense of cold-heartedness that's what he says, you know, because he's like, he he's not going to rely on other people because the whole thing in the last arc was collective, you know, the collective against the system and that failed him because, you know, that, that awful Junjo Ito looking fat guy let him down or whatever. And, um, and, so, and so, it was like, we've known each other for four hours. What the fuck did you think? <laughs> yeah, iced. <laughs> um, but, uh, but he does also say that he's like, he's like, fuck, you know, fuck friends or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but also... I'm only really afraid of the guys who are also on the terrible boat with me, because all these other guys probably haven't done anything weird. So um, boat weirdos only. That's that was that's his other kind of strange <laughs> yeah. tactic. And there's only like one other boat weirdo that we see, right? Like I, I guess he says yeah. there are other boat weirdos there, but we he never just kind of says there are other morons here who are on the boat. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay, man, you know that was you as well. Like, there's no we- but like the show, but like it, it is great because it qu- quickly uh, gives itself an out of why we never see or interact with those people, because the garage is actually like the garage doesn't matter. We're only here to transport you to the actual staging area. Except we can't. You have to. We have to go twelve at a time, um, because Trevor, how are we getting to where we're going? <laughs> uh, coffin elevator. Yep, vertical coffins. Um, <laughs> You know, and and again, as always, like, like how Endo never says what Kaiji's going to do. They're just like, yep, we need 12 of you to raise your hand. Uh, and then once, you know, Ka- Kaiji's the 10th, and once they all get together, they just see the fucking wall of coffins um, and are forced in. And then... Um, <laughs> And then it's Brave Man Road time. Yeah, um, Brave Man Road. That's, I, loved uh, the, I loved the way that Kaiji was shown um, 
going upward, by the way, where like yeah. he, when he was in the coffin, it was just like it was just like a uh, space in the way you would see in like an old, I don't know, like magazine of Silver Surfer or something where it's like just like a bunch of like extremely strange stars and cosmos and Kaiji's just in the middle like where am I what's happening I'm going upward now yeah I mean it's it, it does a great job of conveying how fucking claustrophobic it must be to be in a moving coffin <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah 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 very much so but yeah. um and then but listen listen gang the rules of Brave Man Road they're very simple you just reach the end of you just got to reach the end of the beam uh, and the first person gets 20 million and the second person gets 10 million. It's an incredible lifeline. Um, and then although here is where we learned that, you know, in the in the last arc, there was like the implied like, hey, there are you know, there are people watching this happen, you know, having a great time. But Sean, what makes what what is what is Brave Man Road really for? So Brave Man Road again, this this kind of uh, insistence that the subtlety of the last arc has to be superseded is in Brave Man Road is is as uh, as uh, as you were saying. There's there's a uh, four beams and it's three guys per beam, and they have to cross this. Uh, how far is it? Twenty feet high or something? It's some distance where you won't die, but you'll break your legs. That's the yeah, end of it. yeah. And but there is an entire buffet table. Of, there's crudités everywhere down there, and all these kind of middle management, like money weirdos, chanting garbage, garbage, garbage at these guys. And they look up, and there's an odds board, and the narrator never won to, <laughs> to let anything pass, you know, in any way without, you know, putting a button on it. Is like they're not the fucking gamblers; they're the horses this time. And and you know, people have put odds on all of them, which. You know, because one guy specifically is like number ten. I voted for you, and Kaiji looks at him like, "What the fuck?" Like, what? Yeah. But so there's all these horrible rich, and they like throw an orange at a guy and it hits him in the stomach. Well, yeah, because one guy goes to like, "What the fuck are you doing? We are people up here," and yeah, he just fucking gets an orange at him. Yeah, yeah, hucks an orange. It's just so horrible. Like you know, and then and then you know they they. They they're all horrified, and it's like, well, you know, you can. This is this is the game. You you have to do it, and they don't really think. The first guy goes out, and he can't really. Yeah, then then the kind of the meta game thing becomes apparent. Where yeah. obviously, if there's four beams and three people per beams, somebody in you know the person in the last position is in the best because Kaiji gets to the guy. They still all start walking. All yeah. these like pricks are like... Ka- yeah, Kaiji him. wants to get on, but some guy cu- just cuts in front of him at the last second. Yes, oh. yeah, yeah. I, How I much mean, could have been avoided if that didn't happen? Yeah, yeah, well, as always, you know, somebody's somebody's uh, lack of thinking for other people, which is a yeah. real thing in this. They always, they're like, you were inconsiderate, so you're yeah. in hell. <laughs> yeah, crabs in a bucket, mother. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, yeah, so Kaiji gets to the guy and he's like, oh, what happens now? And and then all the fucking greasy, you know, fucking, you know, uh, car salesmen are like, push him. Except push you him. don't hear them saying push at first. You just hear like the blank space him. And then it slowly dawns yeah. on Kaiju that they're telling him to just fucking push this man off. Yeah, yeah. Break and this guy's ti- legs. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then typical for any like Kaiju thing where this new horrible thing, he immediately bursts into tears. Like, like, yeah, and just starts bodily yeah. weeping, and then they all do. Yeah, exactly. They all just start. Oh, oh my god! They start like they all start crying and stuff, and then, you know, and and then they're like, oh, I'm really. Sad. And one guy, I think one guy, yeah. They then they start pushing people, and then mm-hmm. Kaiju's like, the problem here is people's sorrow is fake. So I'm gonna push, and I'm not gonna apologize. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and he gets angry at, like, fake grief, you know? Um, yeah. But, uh, I love the narrator at this point where the narrator, like, everyone's crying and can't vocalize. The narrator just goes... In, in humans, uh, we feel guilty over hurting other humans. And in fact, this is something no animal does. And we, it, our, our guilt overcomes our self-interest. And it's like, yeah. and this is what happened to Kaiji and everyone. They all cried because of it. It's like, thanks. That's helpful. <laughs> He's yeah. just having a great time narrating this. Yeah. He do oh. yeah. But yeah. Well, he just straight up said, like, I will push silently. Which <laughs> he comes, comes back around with how it fucking does. Ishida dies. But, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, it um it's it's just wonderful. Oh, and also we f- we find out that the beam is actually getting thinner the longer, like the further out that they are. So it's like, you know, your your balance is more and more tenuous. Which again, hey, weird weird how there are these secret rules on like designed to just fuck you and for no other purpose than that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, um, and the, but um, but then oh. Kaiji doesn't actually push the man down. No, no, he doesn't. I mean, it's it's too busy. Yeah. Like again, like Christ, you know, yeah. he's, he's, he's tempted by. It. I remember that Kaiji Christ thing the day after we recorded the last episode, yeah. and I was like, I should be shot in the head. Like, yeah. what? Like, awful. I mean, but, he does. He does just like fucking scream. I won't push, even if I'll be pushed down. I won't. It's just like, it is. You know, he is. He is truly Christ-like in this. But part. there's that thing where it's like, if I don't bully, I have to be the. I'll be bullied if I yeah. don't be the bully. There's that whole big thing, and it goes back to the boat where it's like. Mm-hmm. If I'm not the fat guy with the glasses, that but, but then he'll the other fat guy with the glasses will come along and betray me. And yeah, like and it's like it. And again, I was watching. And I was like, wow, they're really flashing through. No, they're not flashing through his whole life. This this guy's flashing back over four hours that happened five months ago. Um, yeah. like which is I don't know. It's funny. It's incredible. But, yeah, um, but he's like, okay, like you know, and when he goes to push the guy because there hasn't been that much. Apart from the elevator coffin, there hasn't been that much magical realism kind of stuff yet, or yeah. you know, like abstract uh, yeah, yeah. panic attack stuff. He sees the guy as a as a naked infant on the edge of a cliff, <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like it's not like you know it's not kind of intense. It's immediately like Kaiji's like, oh my god, oh fuck, like you know, and then guy behind him attacks him because of course he does, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but but you're dealing with the ultimate survivor. So that's correct. He, he he doesn't hit the ground, but hands on the bar, so it disqualifies. Yeah, them. all three of them are disqualified, but they all do make it across. Um, yes, yeah. Unlike, I think like five of them fell from there, and from you, their one, yeah, 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 yeah. And you just and like the, the, then the first guy falls. There is there is some of that magical realism because like the screen is into, like red and black, and just you hear a like horrifying howl. Um, yeah. Oh, and in case you were wondering if, if this sobers up the the middle managers, they are loving it. Oh yeah, oh, no, no, they're they, they are rock fucking off. Yeah, yeah. too messing. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's not it's not it's not good. They're they they're having the best time ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and and I also think that, the, that what's really neat is that um, th- so they're like after this they're escorted like to this fucking unfinished underground like waiting room, and it is the realization of like. Oh yeah, they, they were just the fucking first court. Like, there's five more heats of this happening. Like, fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Did you say who won? Oh, uh, Sahara. Sahara won and Ishida finished second. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh That's man. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> Um, named characters were successful I mean I think that's yeah. kind of that. that's a little bit of the thing here you know it's like yeah. if you know two guys names at the start of you know when there's 80 guys in the thing you're probably gonna remember them throughout or whatever but yeah, yeah like it's um, yeah Trevor it's, I, 
I know I know you just watched a show about how like the mob character in the background actually has a very fulfilling life. But if a character is not named within twenty seconds, you you know bad shit's gonna happen to them. Yeah, well, in kaiju um, for sure, yeah. or they're or they're a monster who will win a, a bunch of money on the backs of others. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah, fair, fair, yeah, yeah. Or they're Kyoto, so like, yeah. you know, pick, pick your poison. I, which I don't think his name, like they never. Sorry, sorry to skip way ahead, but they didn't actually say Kyoto's name at all in this, right? Or like, wait, wait, who's, uh, who's Kyoto's Tonogawa's boss? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 no they, they, don't haven't, say they haven't said his name. Yeah, yeah. which yeah, incredible. <clears throat> um, yeah, because yeah. because I mean, you you know, you know when you see him, that kind yeah. of that's the kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, they have they're like they, they, they get the speech from Tonegawa which is like money is more important than your lives everybody mm-hmm. out there who earn money they've been rising and grinding what have you been doing absolutely nothing you're not on the wake up now diet you're not you know you're not doing it and you're you're a piece of shit so therefore they deserve after psychically deadening themselves after like you know taking all the empathy out of themselves they deserve money and you don't like that's the speech they get about uh, about because because he gives a speech because people are like great I did what has to be the hardest thing I'll ever do involving heights is there any <laughs> chance I could get the money and they're like well here's a ticket to redeem the money uh, but uh, yeah you know, oh my so 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 yeah so after all the heats we you know we find out that thirty nine people fell off only one person from the last heat like made it at all which is just like. Think about how fucked up it must be to like be in that final heat and see all the people and blood just <laughs> on the floor and be like, oh, oh cool, I, oh. it's my turn. Um, and yeah. then he's like, all right, line up, line up for your little envelopes of money, and you know, you just see that's a fucking voucher. Yeah, like Monopoly that, money looking voucher that will expire yeah. at one thirty in the morning, and it's yeah, oh man. But hey. There's an extra because only one person made it through the last round. There's an extra ten million just up for grabs, Kaiji. You know, uh, good news. We this was like the one time I, I was like, oh yeah, it it is kind of funny how um, Kaiji. There's always some sort of like Deus Ex Machina that lets Kaiji get back into the game because mm-hmm. we can never have Kaiji actually out of the game. Um, okay. Yeah, God no, God no. But Kaiji, yeah, Kaiji accepts this instantly because he's like, I should not have screwed up like I did yeah. on the other thing. I'm back in the game now and I'm gonna win. Uh, and you know, but and like we talked about, like the crowd last time was you know middle manager dipshits. Not not really important. Trevor, what do the v- real VIPs want to watch Kaiji do? For this uh, next, well, this next they want to watch Kaiji and a bunch of his anonymous friends uh, walk across a beam that uh, is like twenty stories in the air. I think it's like seventy stories. Yeah. Or no, 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 no twenty, 20 stories, stories, seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah 70, 70 75 meters. meters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Horrifying uh, height yeah. either way. Uh, instant death if they fall. Yeah. And that's the only way you can get your money. Yeah. And but 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 you know, hey, you know, Kaiji fell last time, but he was able to hold on to the beam, and you know, disqualification's fine, right? Yeah, and you know what? Maybe they won't even disqualify you. Maybe you can crawl across the beam like a little worm. Yeah, Sean, what have they done to the beam? <laughs> so the beam is electrified. Um, oh, and great. It, it, and if great. you complete the circuit, it'll electrocute you. There's also snipers if you try to do any... It, it, they don't even say if you try to, like, you know, 
hand your way across it's basically if you do any like lame stuff like you know try to inch across or try to you know be a human being guys will just shoot you in the head for not being entertaining enough you know mm-hmm. um and i think that and and they i have to say they do a very good anonymous goon in uh, in this series like the guys in suits with the sunglasses look totally fine yeah. with what they're doing but yeah. they're blank in a really satisfying way um but even when faced with all of this i found um like what kaiju says immensely moving kind of at the end of this episode because mm-hmm. because everyone is like oh more of this crap jesus christ like everyone's like this is fucked oh my god and it is it's 22 stories up it's a tiny little beam it's and not kaiju's, good. yeah kaiju's like no this is good because it's an exception because it's not a competition so it's a mm-hmm. chance to succeed without other people suffering yeah. And everyone is like, wow, if you had some kind of mount, this would be the best sermon ever. But, <laughs> like, like, but, but seriously, like he's, he's like, you know, you can win. And, and uh, kind of Togao and the business people are like, this guy's great value for money. What a fucking weirdo. Um, you know, because he's trying to he, and he gets them all hyped up then, you know, and yeah. he's like he's drawn lines on people's shoes so they can hit the, you know, hit the mark. And they're like, yeah, no, there's like an hour and a half. Until you have to get across the... Well, the, yeah, like, originally no one's going to do it. They're like, fuck the money. But Kaiji gets everyone but two guys to do it. So Tonaga was like, fuck, this guy rules. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this guy is very useful. Perhaps we're yeah. not the reason he thinks. Um, yeah, so they all get... They all, like, they're chanting, like, believe in yourself, we can win. And then it cuts to Tonagawa being like, uh, <laughs> that's not going to go well. Um, <laughs> Did you get... Yeah, Tonagawa's like... The Tonagawa's goon is like, oh, boy, this might not be good for us. Tonagawa's like, oh, no, no, no. No, they don't. They don't believe. But in fact, did you notice the the uh, the little uh, verb choices that Kaiji made throughout? He doesn't believe either. Um, he's just like close reads Kaiji. It's yeah, like, that's oh, this the guy's first time serious. you really see like Tonegawa's <laughs> inverse Kaiji. He's like yeah. he can see all. He can see the same matrix that Kaiji can see, but he just thinks it's funny. Yeah, like, he, yeah. he thinks it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's. But yeah, no. So the you know the lads they've got the they've got, they've got their good luck charms on their feet, you know, to to keep them balanced. They're ready. Um, some man with just truly awful. Actually, no. The the man with the awful hair is not the first to go. Uta, like, isn't he the? Isn't Uta the first to go? No, he's the second. No, he's oh, the I okay, thought sorry. I thought he was the first also, but some other. I've written Nakamura down. Nameless nameless ghoul. Um, first to go down, then Oda Sahara. You know, and the entire time, like, Kaiji's just going, like, th- so Tonagawa, like, had the realization of, like, oh, yeah, this is all fake. This is Kaiji going, like, uh, yeah, I'm just, like, frenzying to not actually feel my real emotions. But it's 1240 now, and these tickets expire at 130. So, fuck. Yeah, um, Kaiji basically does the thing where he's, like, yeah, look, like, of course, uh, of course yeah. the... The, the you know I, I i didn't mean all that i guess and then instead of the tonagawa's thing where he's like then he'll realize that he doesn't have what it takes he's just like but feelings are fake so whatever like we'll just we'll get by yeah yeah, yeah. it's like that and, and then they all imagine the wind that's a big thing they did they yeah. all imagine the wind attacking them and then kaiju's like the wind isn't fucking real it's just a we're just having really really totally reasonable panic attacks about this which is you know I like oh sorry my cat's here being no it's good she's having a panic attack too but but then I think what what is even is even better is uh, then when he's he's like uh, you know he, he said like they're telling the other guy not to give up they're telling the other guy not to give up and you know the the uh, Ota I think and he yeah. falls um, and he keeps telling Sahara, Sahara to, to help him and he won't so mm-hmm. there's an immediately there's a big guilt thing but but then the, then everybody starts 
Like when a couple of guys fall, I think like everybody starts. A couple of guys yeah. start falling. Yeah. And this yeah. is illustrated by a grim reaper <laughs> comes down and like floats around all of them and yep. you know spirits some of them away and oh you can't like see the, the start arms of the doing, ep- like, like yeah, yeah the start of one of these episodes is that grim reaper just like making its way to the hotel. It's incredible. Yeah, it's yeah. so and, good. Like, hell yeah! Like, and like <laughs> Tonagawa gives a speech about like the de- like you can try to lock up this demon, but you can't. It'll break free. Oh, by the way, the demon is called death. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's so good. It's so good, and and so then when guys start going, dying, one guy's going over, and he kaiju lunges at him from behind, but he steadies him. You know, yeah. that's it. Like instead of attacking him, because you know the collect, you know, like together. Yeah, and kaiju turns around and goes, turn off, turn off the electricity. We don't, we, you know, we, 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 we don't want the money. We just want to live. Turn off the power. Turn off the power. You know, and Tonegawa was like, I obviously don't care. I don't know if you saw me doing, <laughs> giving all the other speeches, yeah. but like, not, you know, and he says, your pleas don't matter. That's yeah. specifically what he said. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he turns around to his, the guys who work for him who clearly hear this, like on a, this kind of, demented TED talk on like a constant basis and he's like humans don't live or die virtually they don't, you know and he gives this big speech <laughs> Very about good. death yeah. or whatever and um, and yeah and then eventually as and as with many uh, you know plots of this kind you're left with the three main the three named characters mm-hmm. there's our uh, Ashida Sahara and uh, Kaiji are left yeah. on the beams um, and uh, and then there's a big there's a big uh, well. What, what's the callback to the to the to the initial thing? Right? Yeah. Or there, what is the callback? There's a well. There's a there's a. Is it a callback? No, I'm thinking of sorry the, of uh, the silent stuff, right? So he says, oh, oh right, yeah, yeah, that comes up. Soon. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yes, yes, yes. I was gonna say. Well, Ishida's here now, but he's really not for long because yeah. he yeah, yeah. he starts wobbling, and Tonegawa just like yeah, this is the death dance. They always do this when they're about to fall. Isn't it fucking great? Um. As, like, Ashida's, you know, begging Kaiji, like, hey, take my money, you know, give it to my wife. She has to fucking work at a pachinko parlor because I'm, like, in so much debt. Um, and then, and then and you know, Kaiji takes the money, heartbroken. Um, and, you know, she's just like, don't look back. Don't think of me. Just keep going. And then, you know, Kaiji's talking to Ashida. is like, thank you so much. You're, you know, you're not a failure. Your life is meaning. Uh, and when he doesn't get a response, he looks back and realizes Ashida jumped down while like holding in his own screams because that's how much he you know wants Kaiji to win. And it's he fell in silence so as not to affect me. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's unreal. Can I can I ask you a question? Do yes. you think that Kaiji? Uh, either of you can answer. Do you think Kaiji was actually talking to Ishida? Because it, it sort of seemed to me like he was thinking it in his head and coming up with these ideas, and when he turned to tell Ishida this, Ishida was gone. I I I think I yeah no I think I think that's right. I think he was like thinking like Ishida, your life isn't a fi-. he wasn't actually saying that. Yeah no. Okay yeah. okay yeah. And like I, I will also say the scene that you see Ishida falling and like his hands are plastered over his mouth so he won't scream is uh, deeply terrifying. Yes, yeah. as somebody afraid of heights, this whole thing is is just so singularly horrific to me. Especially stuff, especially people like a guy completely accepting his own death. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The guy who yeah. freaked me out the most uh, by falling was the guy, the second guy who fell, who was like, "I don't like this," and went to run back, and then slipped. And then whacked himself on the beam, which electrocuted yep. him as he fell. Yeah, like, that's, well, that's, that's how I go. <laughs> yeah, and he's the guy that Kaiji like grabbed instead. He's like, "Oh, good, Kaiji, say, oh no, this guy's not fucking saved at all. No, Shit. no not he's, at all. Yeah, he's super dead." Um, 
But yeah. But then Ishida's died, and we don't even, like, get a moment to spend with that fact because Kaiji looks over at Sahara, who's having his own panic attack because of his guilt, and he just sees a ghost of Oda blocking his way. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's... It's fucking, like, the, like how Kaiji just yelling at him to walk forward is the most rip shit thing imaginable in this moment. It's yeah, fucking... It, it, it's just, and, and like, Oda's like a solid... Like he yeah. can't get past him, you know, and, he, yeah. and he's like, and he's like trying. He's like, no, no, you can just. And then Sahara says, "A fucking crazy thing to be mm-hmm. presented in any context as a positive or something, or has this realization." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, I see that the living matter more than the dead." <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Kai just like, "Yeah, man." Like it's like very weird sort of. And then you know, and I was watching this, and I was like, "How could this possibly get more stressful?" And then the narrator, who hadn't had a chance to say anything fucked up in a while, is like, "This is how every single person on planet Earth is on a beam alone." <laughs> and then you see 6. like point six million people walking on beams. beams. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> 6.6 billion alienated people. It's a fucking, oh my God. Yeah, We, we are have all on our own rail and it is very difficult to communicate with somebody on another beam. And it's like, come on, man, this is a cartoon. Like, for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> hey, one of these guys fly or like, can we... <laughs> But hey, good news, right? Only six meters left, right? That's yeah. a good thing. That's not right? so bad, yeah. And like... um as as we're finding out, like uh, the the nature of these panic attacks seem to be that they come on and then you get through them and then they go away for a while, which I, not you know at least in Kaiji verse, um, yes. this is how it yeah. works. Um, and so Kaiji and Sahara should be good to go. Yeah, sure. I mean that's that's yeah. what. And then then they're going to go off and the the rest of the anime presumably is just them running a, a laundry together. But no, like so. <laughs> so Sahara free, Sahara loses the head and he's yeah. like, right. The only thing I can do is jump. So he sprints and jumps and hits the hits the like the wall at the end of the the, the path. And you're like, all oh, right, home free. Which. Trevor, did you when he grabbed the ledge? Did you think that that was like, oh, he's he's won, he's gonna do it, or were you horrified? I thought he was gonna fall. Okay, uh, I and, and but like, oh, when he started opening the window and Kaiji was like, "Hey, Sahara, don't do that." I was like, "Oh, this is bad." This yeah, is not because for for, for me, when I first watched the show, when Sahara grabbed the ledge, I was like, "Ah, oh, great victory!" And then the <laughs> preceding five, and then the you know the five minutes after that was the, harrowing. The uh, thing is, I don't like. So there was, um, I, I read comments on uh the crunchyroll thing which is never good and i shouldn't do no, it really I, I don't shouldn't. i don't know what i'm doing uh ever but the um uh the one comment was like um this is literally what it feels like to have a panic attack to me yes and i was like lot, that's yeah. kind of a funny thing to say um and then the other the other thing uh that i saw was someone like saying talking about the next arc and they were like yeah uh, oh well like what about this like if kaiji did this would he actually be like better off like is this and and um there was a person below who gave like I don't know if it was a spoiler or not. It was downvoted a lot, but I don't know what happens next. But he was like, "This is a great way." Yeah, I understand yeah. entirely what what we're talking. They about were just now. like yeah. they were just like, "Well, Kaiji always loses," and there's a there's a way that um, that is like absolutely something I understand about the show at this point, which is mm-hmm. I should never expect anything good to happen to Kaiji. Good, good, no, yes, yeah, internalize yeah. that, Wise. keep that energy. <laughs> Because because yeah. it's funny because you 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 open you know on the second arc right at the start yeah. you open and you have the feeling if this was a more conventional story or whatever you'd be like oh he won the last one and then they remind you like 
He didn't. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's not one of the people that got rid of his debt. He's the guy who got the most stressed. That's, yeah. That, like, that's his big <laughs> he got, distinction. He like, didn't get taken into, like, human slavery, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, but yeah, like so, so not a labor like yeah, not being sent to a labor camp is not exactly a, uh, an epic win. Uh, yeah, gang. he he fed himself into a fucking like I don't know like <laughs> grinding machine yeah. to get the mediocre uh, result, which is yeah. kind of a common uh, kaiji trope of like yeah yeah. Well, and th- so so yeah, so Sahara is grabbed onto the ledge. This is like the end of this episode. So the narrator gets to go off, and he just says, "Sahara has passed through the valley of death. Can Kaiji do the same?" It's very Dragon Ball Z. I love this. <laughs> fuck, I don't, I don't know. Should Kaiji do this? Uh, Next yeah. episode, Kaiji passes through. <laughs> well, well, like, well, well, like the, the start of the very next episode is the narrator again going like. Of the ten who started, only Kaiji and Zahara are left seventy-five meters above ground. It's like, oh fuck, why, why are we? No, gang, it's we can stop this now. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, I, Trevor, you've you've alluded to this. So uh, what? So oh yeah, what's, what's up with the windows? So before Kaiji gets to the end, the ledge which he is uh, working himself towards, and Sahara's made it. Sahara's looking there. He's he's like, all right, cool, I made it. Um, now how do I get into this 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 room? Um, he's like, oh, here's a handle. And Kaiji is looking at him, trying to get this handle open. And he's like, something's not right here. And he notices that uh, a bunch of businessmen are on the inside in like yeah. a semicircle, just looking at Sahara and smiling. Um, and the narrator is like, yeah, they're laughing. But it's not the kind of laughter. <laughs> this was the best part. It isn't the kind of laughter you make when you're accepting someone into the fold, which not a sort of laughter I'm aware of, but OK. Yeah, real. <laughs> it's the sinister laughter, but not the good kind. Um, yeah. and, and they all have linked arms for some reason. <laughs> for some yeah. reason, they all have linked arms and they're standing in like a, a little bit away from the door and they're kind of waiting for something to happen. It's like, oh, not great. Um well, Sahara doesn't listen to Kaiji when Kaiji says, hey, Sahara, I wouldn't do that. Um, and it, this time it's funny because it's not even like restricted rock, paper, scissors where people are like, Kaiji, you're just trying to trick me. Um, yeah. This time he Sahara has no reason to distrust Kaiji. He's just like, yeah, you know what? Um, I, I got here. It's fine. I'm going to go into the window. Like, this is, this I mean, is my you way know, you've been, I've been through all of this. Fuck this. Like, yeah. I just want to end it. Like, I just want exactly. this to end. But sadly, uh, Zahara has forgotten uh, the rule about pressure changes when you are yeah. at high heights. Sahara does not get the fucking Tokyo Dome helpful reminder of how air press. It's so Sahara fucking funny. Sahara has not funny. been to see the Hiroshima uh, carp anytime recently. Yeah, yeah, it's so fucking funny to see like this man get blown away and Kaiji like feel horrible over it, and then the narrator go like, "Hey, so here's this picture of the Tokyo Dome, real quick." And if you like really think about it, it's like, "Fuck, man, incredible television." Um, very yeah. good. Yeah, I loved it so much. It was just like, oh, thanks, thanks for the science lesson. I was wondering what happened to Sara there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but it's so there's a there's a director called Roy Anderson. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen any Roy Anderson films? I don't think I have. No, I never Swedish. have. So he was a he was a he directed uh, advertisements uh, commercials. That's the word. He directed commercials um, for years and years and years. He made some films in the seventies, but then he came back in the. In, uh, 2000s and he mm-hmm. had this very particular style of film that didn't have much bearing I'm saying despite having not having seen his 70s stuff I'm banking on yeah. no one else hearing that having seen it either um, Sweden, Sweden <laughs> a love story or whatever that were these style of sort of these kind of basically unconnected scenes okay 
of people and their faces are quite heavily made up sometimes, I guess, but they're really miserable and people are basically inert through them and they're one shot and sometimes they go on for three minutes or six minutes or whatever and there's different like but they're all really really grim jokes like one of them is this really over designed room um uh, like a, a like a grand old room in a in an old um in an old kind of mansion and a, somebody's family is all around him and he gives this big speech about how much he loved you know he loves his family and everything like that and then they move him off his bed and there's a massive swastika because he was a Nazi, you know, like this. But it's but it's done in such like slow deadpan. There's a particularly horrific scene which I actually don't think is is executed that well in uh, Pigeon Sat on a Branch regarding reality, which is the one I saw in the cinema. Um, where it's like it's all these rich people. This is why I thought of this. This is why I'm bringing this up because the way the rich people are shown is this seething horrific mass, especially the way they have the, all their arms linked. Really reminded me of this. They all watch. It's all this like really grand garden party or whatever, and it's these colonial looking rich people. And there's all these um, people, uh, like African people, basically get walked into a machine of death while they're all like eating beside it, and music starts coming out. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's like a really subtle <laughs> Swedish guy saying, like, hey, maybe slavery was bad. You know, so obviously that was that's big take. Uh, and we, don't, we don't have time to discuss it. But uh, Are you controversial. Why would you drop that bomb here? <laughs> to get so many emails are you saying that sweden's uh having their iron be the most commonly used for the chains on the transit transatlantic slave trade maybe has some like history that needs to be resolved i I mean i I, first of all uh yes (laughs) but yeah no that's that's definitely what like i don't know he could have executed a bit better there's one fucking incredible scene in a pub that is a totally normal bar like it's really boring like it's really dull it's sad you think yeah. like it's going to be about this uh, like salesman and then a soldier from the 18th century comes in on a horse mm-hmm. and like starts knocking shit over and so and it's so disconcerting it's it's anyway sorry i'm not going to talk about roy anderson for the whole episode okay. hey, you can, no, you can no, hear no, more no, about is... sean's thoughts on sweden and his upcoming uh people's policy project uh yeah. article all, all, all swedish yeah <laughs> uh, but i well um, I, I mean i was gonna say the only like swedish movie of the last 20 years i've seen was the square which was one of the most like awful dog shit experiences i've had in the theaters ever is um, that by the the lads who did the the force majeure yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i it, i I have to force majeure was pretty funny in places I have to say I though. thought that that was like a, a reasonable way to spend time the square was just vile it, ha- it has some real like who's the real racist stuff oh. Uh, yeah uh, oh man when are they gonna find that out I'm just saying people 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 need to decide but uh but yeah no that that kind of that really surreal scene of mm-hmm. rich people doing something like both comical and inhuman as a way to like explain how their whole existence is inhuman when this kind of yeah. weird rictus state really reminded me of Roy Anderson mm, um, yeah. despite it being you know in a in a manga or whatever but like yeah that's that's just that's my no uh, no I think that I think that, uh, that's that's good to bring that up because like in the, in this sequence because like this is the last step everything we're going to talk about now is like it's the last step we get that and then we also just we, we learn the fate of the guys who fell off the first beam of Kyoto is just pay, like you know he's like oh I'm paying them so that I can just beat the shit out of their broken bones some more yeah, and like rise on the ground yeah. I, yeah I kept yeah. these people around to be a, an object lesson for you Kaiji <laughs> uh, yeah. and then he hits one with a cane and give him a fiver and yeah. he's like see this is how the world yeah. works um, yeah it's but, but before that 
that. We should say that because yes. Kaiji looks at, at your man gets blown away by you know uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy explanation whatever <laughs> happened, and then and then I'm more of a Beaker's World man myself. I'll be honest, mm-hmm. but yeah, but yes. like and then it, this glass staircase is revealed like as being the actual way. To, to 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 get part through yeah. the, the test, right? Because Kaiji's Kaiji's thinking about all his ways out at this point. He's just yeah. Like, he's like, should I go back? So, yeah, like, yeah. Should fun? I just jump and give it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah like. Yeah. And he sees this glass staircase, and Kaiji immediately is like, mm. "As a watcher, you're probably wondering why none of us noticed this giant glass staircase <laughs> yeah. was just it, to the left." <laughs> yeah, it would only reveal to, uh, itself to people who have already lost hope, which is just really fucking, yeah, great. <laughs> it's like, yeah. let's logic this out a little bit. I, yeah, so none of us thought at the beginning we were too far away. Sahara wouldn't have seen it because he was too hopeful that he had won. Um, I only saw it because I saw someone fall off and didn't think I had any chance. And so I looked in places you wouldn't normally think. He's like, yeah. actually, it's a pretty, pretty balanced pretty game windy. if you think about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, and it's like, well, I saw, I, I see this one shadow on like the floor above. Like, is is this is this for real? Um, yeah. Is this a shadow I see before me? Yeah, and well, and the fucking the thing with the staircase is that it doesn't like actually connect to the beam. So if he's gonna try this out, like it's all or nothing. You right. Know? It's yeah. Yeah, and he says like, um, oh, maybe this will just break and I'll die. And he's like, yeah. well, you know what? Like that's best option I have at this point. <laughs> yeah. It really, it really is. Yeah. Um. And you know it does work out though, right? It, which is good. It's good that like once he, it, it, it's it's it is really funny that as soon as he is on the like, the glass staircase, it's the most like perfunctory like oh yeah, I can just I can just get up there like the doors are gonna be open before me. Um, and then you it, this is like where you get one of like the walls of all like the security men in suits looking like within two percent of the men to their left and right. It's yeah, it's it's wonderful. <laughs> it's um, like I I sent this I sent this text to you, uh, Andrew, but like. Uh, where, where like that scene where they're just all applauding and saying congratulations is just like the mm-hmm. far more bleak version of the end of Evangelion that everyone always shows where everyone's clapping and saying congratulations. It's a bunch yeah. of Yakuza men congratulating you for surviving their horrible trial they did, they did yeah. for you. Well, it also lasts for about two seconds and then Totokawa just shows up. <laughs> like, hey, buddy. <laughs> Guess who messed up again? It's you. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. fucking the like the haunting specter. Tony, I was like, man, that's great. That's fuck. Like, I'm so happy for you. And Kaiji's just like, no, fuck you. Like, give give me the money. You can't congratulate me. Uh, but Sean, why can't why can't Tonagawa give him the money? Well, all the way back um, when they were on the down the beams, and and Kaiji said, uh, turn off the tur- turn turn off the electricity. Like, we don't want the money. We just want to to live. And mm-hmm. Tonagawa said, your please don't matter. That didn't mean we're not going to do it. But uh, as Tonagawa explains, there was a bit of a delay. So some people did get electrocuted and died. But we did eventually turn off the power, which means you forfeit and means that you just have to go home with nothing. You understand. Yeah. Uh, it's just, like the time, like time is not an issue. You just add, like we, we listened to your request, you know. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we saw and heard you. Uh, and you're, confronted you're with this horrible information, Kaiji says what any of us would say, which is, this fraud is unforgivable. Um, uh, <laughs> I will yeah. kill you. This fraud yeah. is unforgivable. Yeah. <laughs> this fraud is unforgivable. Um, yeah. The way Kaiji says Tonagawa there is like, yeah, no, yeah, a yeah. top five line read. Yeah. Um, Already hates this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to, to the extreme. Yeah. And then, um, but but there is, there is a... There is, 
because it's kaiji you're, you're like oh things can't get any worse for this guy and then uh, then he's offered a tiny tiny ray of hope by uh well unnamed character in the, yeah in the, Dude, anime. the 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 most liver spotted old man in history oh, so yeah liver yeah Tre- trevor how are we finally formally introduced to uh you know unnamed kyoto here well so he says to you know tonagawa's like so sorry about that and then he's like oh tonagawa yeah, can I talk to you for a second? And he's like, oh, yeah, sir, what's up? And he goes, and the thing is, this guy kind of has a point. Um, we kind of, I mean, we were a little rude about all this. It was our fault that his friends died and stuff. We should have been a little uh, more careful about all this stuff. Uh, maybe maybe we can give him a bit of a chance. And Tonagawa was like, well, whatever you think, sir. Um, yeah. And he's like, hey, E-card's coming up. You think you think he'd be good at that? And uh, and we're introduced to the boss because he comes forward and says, Kaiji, want to want to try and win... To 20, 20 million to 100 million uh, uh, yen. Uh, there's going to be some risks, but uh, it's probably worth it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm Kyoto. I'm the boss. He doesn't yeah, say uh, that, but that's well, what yeah, you yeah, should yeah. know. Uh, but, uh, well, and it's the fucking thing of like Kaiji has like a flickering, like one second thought of like, what the fuck is E card? But then it's immediately like, money though. <laughs> like, fuck. I can't go back yeah. with nothing. If I do that, what am I going to yeah. tell everyone? Well, and and Kyoto has the has like a line that's like tenem, like tantamount to like e card is the most effective way to gauge a person, which is some real like oh yeah, rich people phrenology. Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. head I, measuring stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also like he he does the the endo thing of of saying to Kaiji, he's like, well, look, like there's significant risk, but you could win all this money. And hey, we'll even give you four to five million yen uh, with no risk at all, which is kind of like charity if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, he says it's a charity. It's incredible. Oh, guys are well, so yeah. evil. Well, like, and it's like the you know the there's uh, obviously like there's just that like when you just the frame of him saying that it's like the most unspoken like you well you either do this I mean you don't have to it's a choice it, you, I mean you will starve if you don't but it's it's your choice buddy. Yeah. Also, um, you've seen us extrajudicially murder hundreds of people this yeah. evening. Uh, we're going to assume you won't say anything about that either. Uh, no, no problem. Uh, well, it, it, what's incredible is because like Kaiji never like we never see Kaiji like agree to it. What happens is the fucking like specters of his dead homies just like play in his mind and then kaiji's just like in the elevator it's like yeah let's fucking go he's yeah, like yeah. Um, they'd be yeah. so upset if i didn't do this where yeah. you, you can imagine yeah. like most of them not having any sort of real feeling about you know their death vis-a-vis kaiji's next actions like i'm pretty sure like uta is not like you know in the afterlife like oh it'd be a real shame if kaiji didn't do this now um yeah. but yeah so he he goes and does it and i i it, Someone has to talk about, and someone who's not me, because I want to hear someone talk about mm-hmm. the scene, uh, the explanation uh, that Kyoto gives of uh, is it? It's, I, he doesn't say his name. In it. I'm, I'm basing it off of no. what you said, but is, is that right? Kyoto. 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 Sorry, I heard the city, and I kept saying it. And I was like, yeah. that can't be right. Um, but Kyoto uh, says uh, gives an explanation of why it's okay to uh, not care about people, which uh, is pretty pretty good. It's um, ghastly. Like he's yeah, like, yeah. oh, a king is not a king on his own. He basically is like, you know, it's kind of like it's the kind of standard to be the man. You've got to beat the man, kind of thing. But he's like, you don't understand. No empathy is where all power comes from. And he like hits hits one of the suffering guys, and he's like, see, I'm not hurt. 
that's yeah. the key to everything no matter how much no matter how bad it looks i'm not hurt and the guy's like on the ground going like oh, oh you know and then um and then he's like here's a here's a tenor go man yourself i paid them all to be here just to so i could give this really cool speech i give all the time um because like well, once a year there's a guy like you who does all this excel and stuff yeah. anyway but uh well, presumably... like, it, well like no like the, like uh, i think that that's all really good but the way it starts is like they get off the elevator in a hallway where the lights are off and kaiji steps on one of these yes. guys and yeah, then the yeah, lights yeah. immediately come on it's fucking ah uh, incredible shit i like yoda's yeah. reaction to that too where he's just like oh jeez i almost forgot to tell you like, ah yeah. <laughs> oh, these guys yeah, yeah. And he's like, right this is the first right. like it's it's almost like a reminder you know like it's it's like when you see all the nude guys at the end of the first arc <laughs> yeah right? yeah all right there was consequences it, it, you know the show is so bound into the consequences for one guy that it, that it's really powerful. It goes, oh, that, that, those consequences still happen for everyone else. You know, they didn't just phase out of reality. Like they they fell twenty feet and broke their legs. You know, yeah, like, so, right. Yeah. And like uh, I, I, the other thing I liked about uh, Hiyoto's speech is he goes, he says to Kaiji, like when he pokes the guy in the broken leg, he's like, yeah, see, the important thing is I didn't feel I didn't feel that. And, and yeah. Kaiji is really oh, confused. Yeah. And he goes, um, he goes, you didn't feel it either. Like, <laughs> see yeah. how that works. And it's like, oh, geez, that's yeah. extremely yeah. dark. Just some real, like, rich guy, like, rationalizing his sociopathy. Well, yeah, and, like, and the King's speech, right, is like, well, they're, like, the poor Great people film. don't want to rise up because they, they want to be like me. And that's why they won't. And, you know, it's, and it's because they want to be like me that they deserve, you know, to live in to live in squalor yeah, and yeah. He's, it, it, yeah it's the, like you have nothing to lose but your chains but like yeah. the guy being like they're never gonna lose that <laughs> you know like they yeah. don't know that like, yeah I, like, I i made i made up i i gave him some chains they'll really like so don't worry yeah. like yeah kings are always going to be kings and then in case you haven't been watching the program up until this point he goes <laughs> the game is now a microcosm of the society yeah <laughs> <laughs> As yeah, as he opens the door to his fucking game room that features, first of all, a ton of guns, a massive picture of him, or a painting of him. Looks rather, like a painting and of just, Queen Elizabeth too, Queen, like Henry the Eighth, just really laying it on thick. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. it's uh, oh, it's very good, and and it's CGI as well. That's one of the the, the interesting things because obviously it was the fountain on the boat the last yes. time was the CGI object but in this one it's the first of all it's the it's the skyscraper itself mm-hmm. but then they actually do the I think it's the second bridge that that's the first time it's the thing that they're actually you know that the action is happening on and you yeah, see them yeah. these 2D kind of anime on the 3D thing which is kind of cool yeah. and then this guy's so rich he's got one of those CG things in his, in his room on his own like, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's kind of, yeah it's uh, oh it's really I'm really looking forward I had actually I had forgotten the arc between now and the last arc Under- like, understandable yeah, yeah. Like, I had I, thought it went straight from the yeah you, you know yeah. what I won't spoil it but you know what I mean yeah. I totally this is totally gone out of my head yeah so I'm really yeah. like E-Card e- is very fun but like E-Card you know it's immediately upstaged in many ways yeah, I like but, um, I like the I like the way that E-Card is like if you're thinking about like the 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 mangaka and, and uh, Kaiji just looking at it being like Oh, jeez, I just like I'm trying to explain it to like the most oblivious person. He keeps showing him drafts and, and the, the person's like, yeah, yeah, it's a great manga about gambling, but I don't know, like you're trying to give a message or something. He's like, I got to make it clearer to him. Uh, so the, the cards are basically you get three cards again, but they're uh, they're emperor, uh, s- civilian and slave. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, yeah, I wonder so, what this game's going to be about. Yeah, well, yeah, it's really smart, right? Because, like, it, it, the episode ends with um, Tonegawa, like, beginning to explain E-Card. But all we have is you have a, you, you each have a hand of ten cards, and the other is the citizen, emperor, and slave. And then the narrator's like, ah, oh, but Kaiji's about to learn the true hidden depths of E-Card. What the fuck's going to happen? <laughs> yeah, it's... I have a prediction as to rules. what's going to happen. Let's see if all it right, pans yeah, out. My prediction let's... is... Kaiji initially thinks he understands E-Card, makes some serious mistakes, and then figures out how E-Card works and redeems himself. Tre- Trevor, you, you're you're beginning to, to understand how Kaiji works. I mean, uh, I, I don't like, know if you should be reading ahead like this. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I I'll, I'll say like um, uh, I was actually listening to to an episode of of Sean's podcast, and he was talking about uh, gen- uh, not gender genre. Um, you do talk about gender too. I, I talk about gender too. I've uh, talked about gender. Yeah. No, no, no. But this time you were talking about genre. Um, but uh, you were saying like basically the the whole appeal of genre is like that it does the beats and like you can you can enjoy stuff because you can enjoy it around the beats, which is like a very a very like a much easier thing to understand than like my my uh, my advisor in grad school's whole thing of like genre fiction is where Marxism really shines and stuff, which is. Uh, True, but I liked yours better because I could tell it to other people. Um, but uh, that's fair enough. I will say if you if you disagree that genre fiction isn't where uh, Marxism really shines, would not recommend my podcast. Um, <laughs> if, if you're listening to this, and like, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, Trevor, uh, you could probably make a lot of money these days. You know, just saying that on in cameras more. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, mean uh, well, uh, yeah. I won't. I'm, I won't burn any bridges. Uh, weird for me. Um, <laughs> but know, don't burn any metal beams across the skyscraper. Yeah, front. yeah I'm a little. Yeah, I'm. I'm stuck in playing this game of of, uh, of you know brave man. I have to make sure that I'm I'm not screwing up. But um, isn't Patreon the real brave man road? Sorry, <laughs> it is. I'm the bravest person of all. But yeah. the um, like the um, it, it struck me where like thinking about Kaiji, it's like yeah, it doesn't like it doesn't really matter if you can say what's going to happen in the next arc of Kaiji. Like mm-hmm. part of the fun in like the genre sense is. I get to see how it happens, which is why yeah, like totally. procedurals are fun and stuff like that. It doesn't yeah. matter that it's the same exact beat. It's like, yeah, yeah okay, fine. Like that's what's going to happen. I'll see how it, it happens. Like, the the thing- show is impossible to spoil because there is no actual way you can convey the tension to another human being. Right. Yeah. yeah no, that's exactly yeah. right. And then also it's like I'll get to see how the show makes commentary out of this, which is the other yeah. super interesting thing. So like, yeah, yeah I mean, like. It's clear that it's formulaic, but that is like so obviously intentional that it makes it yeah. really, really enjoyable. Yeah. No, I, I really, really love it for that reason as well. Like, you know, um like I'm not gonna say the whole thing I said on the show again. But like seriously, <laughs> once you once you see a pattern, it's such a and like one of my favorite aspects of genre fiction is when you find a new pattern or a new formula that you like and learning it so like that's what reading mm-hmm. kaiji the first you know the first the first time is like you're like oh right this guy is going to keep doing this and keep building on it and really intro and i'm not saying kaiji is unique or whatever but it is very different to a lot of you know i was trying to even figure out what like i was without saying one particular word about what somebody might do with a car i was mm-hmm. trying to figure out what like what genre fiction figure or whatever because it's all logistics you know what i mean yeah. it's all like a, um and uh, it's such a 
it's such a strange thing to be because you're constantly to to be animated as well because you know when you think about again you know your your jojo's bizarre adventures you know your bob's like they all have like a big visual hook this is just sweaty guys in an office building you know <laughs> even even like the thing the big horrible thing where it's like you're walking you're kind of just going up across a plank like in a yeah. you know in like a ps2 the, game that would be a two seconds you know yeah, um, yeah. like the big visual <laughs> flourish other than you know fukamoto's general the way he you know draws people's faces yes, is like yeah. man this guy's got like five liver spots isn't that fucked up <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, 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 yeah my favorite thing actually about is about the art style which i love like, oh I yeah love the art style. yeah it's so different and again it, it has that kirby thing of the first time you look at it you're like i hate this it doesn't look like jim lee uh but but uh, it, 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 I just, I just love it. Yeah. But, but it's how how fucked up he thinks teeth are. Oh, I hate oh to say. my god! Yeah, <laughs> like I, I hate teeth. I have a big teeth. I, like I have all loads of fake teeth and stuff because I hate. But I love how anytime anything's getting real fucked up, it just slams into the character's teeth, and it's like, yeah, yeah man, evil's about to happen. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, and like Tony Gala smiling again. Yeah, uh, yeah, and the way that like there are he he has so many different kinds of fucked up teeth different characters have. It's really yeah. unsettling. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, and like there are no in my mind there are few. Because I mean, it's in my mind because it happened to me. I'm not saying yeah. well, I'm, I'm right. In my mind, there there are few more potent visual shortcuts for death than teeth mm-hmm. right because it's a problem you can't no, un have you can't yeah. like and if you have a lot of money you can make it go away but if yeah. you can't you have to and the maintenance itself and the food you can afford and all this kind of stuff teeth are so tied up in all of that that the fact he's just like yeah things are so fucked up we're showing the teeth again and sometimes it'll you'll just see a character and he'll have all the real fucked up teeth and he won't be any other and you'll be like i know exactly how he's going to interact with kaiju now and kaiju's too busy like sweating into his fucking eyebrows to even notice the guy is there but you're still like i get it don't worry i know it's gonna happen but uh I, it's such an awesome i i really this this time around i kept thinking about how it's him singing the theme song and how aggrieved he sounds throughout yeah. um and i was like yeah man like you can tell that, he, that this is such a good idea to, to have this guy like an angry karaoke bar cover by the main character of the theme song <laughs> just saying that like he just wants to have a mental breakdown you know yeah, no, it's 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 fantastic. I mean, it's also like the other thing that Kaiji keeps throughout the whole show. Like everything's taken away from Kaiji all the time in like the worst and most, you know, embarrassing and frustrating ways. Yeah. Like this one, especially even more so than some of the more ornate ones in Restricted Rock, Paper, Scissors, where Tonagawa was just like, well, sorry, you said you didn't want the money anymore, so you can't have yeah. it. Um, it was so aggrieving and like frustrating uh, to see it, like to see how that when it came about. But the like the. I think, like, the one thing Kaiji has and builds upon is, like, his anger. Like, he always just gets angrier and more righteously angry. Oh, yeah. Like, all, yeah, Kaiji is, like, Kaiji is just, like, no, I'm just going to get further radicalized by this, I guess. I'm I'm only more angry now. Fuck this. Yeah, yeah. so the, the like, the, the translation of the lyrics and the delivery of the theme song is just, like, oh, yeah, this totally makes sense. It's, like, he's extremely angry. Um, yeah, yeah. well, uh, it's funny because, like, um, the uh, obviously we're all thinking of the same band right now when we talk about anger and lyrics and putting them to work. Metallica, right? Down, Downset, uh, <laughs> famous uh, rap hardcore band. Um, I think they were for real involved with gangs. That was their big hook or whatever. But they have that song anyway, where the guy keeps saying anger, hostility towards the opposition over and over again. Mm-hmm. And um, the opposition for Kaiji though is always, like you say like radicalizes the word because he never even when he starts off this arc and he's like I'm all about fuck everyone you know I'm just I'm in it for me and he immediately is like 
they're the ones doing they're doing this to us yeah. even when he sees your man let the other guy fall he's like no that was done to him by these people yeah. you know and 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 sure enough like if you have like if you're like um like i find if you have left wing politics basically or if sorry i'll, I'll say that again if you're right right mm-hmm. if you're like correct about things <laughs> i was really worried where you were going with that <laughs> if you're uh, like if you explain it to somebody like if i so i'm like pretty pretty hardcore like marxist or whatever in a very uh inarticulate way that's why i'm on a podcast in a very cool a vulgar marxist uh, yeah yeah exactly sorry but, sorry but sorry. but uh but if you explain that to somebody who's got a lot of money, they'd be like, "Yeah, no, I, I get it. Like, yeah, like I, I know, but I think it's cool." Is that is the answer? You know, it's not like, "Oh no, you don't understand the world at all." They're like, "No, no, that's why it's good." Yeah, like, it's like, know, like it's like the what, yeah. the yeah. Um, maybe um, not true rumor that uh, Henry Ford had like a hugely marked up copy of Capital that he like read and reread and was like, "Yes, underlined, absolutely correct." Um, yeah, oh, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, or like the fairly basic thing of like rich people fucking love Piketty. Yeah, like, are you kidding? Like, yeah, like you know, <laughs> yeah. How do we get I, the I mean, How do we get the rate of profit up, Thomas? Yeah, yeah. and like, I'm, I, like, listen, I'm not going to tell you that Piketty is uh, good or worth you spending your own time on, but like, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, like the fact that he, like, you know, his whole thing is, you know basic like and they're like no 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 this is great please write more about this so we can you know understand this better um, yeah but i mean it's the it's the big like old lefty trope of like are you you can tell somebody's a liberal because they read the guardian and you can tell somebody's actually left wing because they read the financial times yeah because the financial times is like here's what's actually happening and it mm-hmm. really struck me the first time because i was i studied journalism whatever i've made i've made bad decisions you know and the first time somebody was like no you should buy i bought and they really do say like oh we're going to do this because it's going to make more money you know there's none of the other stuff it is now it's more like that now you know it's on it but they really were just saying like you would see what is actually happening because it was just how it affects money and nothing else you Mm -hmm. know yeah and there's a lot of that because i think i think it is it's more interesting to me than when like you know, it's a big kind of um, like manga thing, I guess, where it's like two guys who draw their power from very different ways, or you know, L and Light are kind of like the two. Like it's like no, like they, but these two people have exactly the same understanding. But it partially is because of how society is organized. They've started from different points, yeah, and the yeah. whole thing is made to enforce that. You know, so like like I said, when Kaiji is like really good at operating within rule sets, but it never occurs to him to just fucking break them. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it just doesn't, it's just not in his head to get around. He can operate in any system, but he can't actually just, you know, circumnavigate it or whatever. Yeah. No, that's well said. Yeah. But uh, tr- so, Trevor, where, where, where are you at right now with Kaiji? Are you ready to claim that this is, in fact, yet again, your new favorite, your, your favorite show? I'm in, time? I'm in the horrible place that I knew I'd get to at a certain point where um, I, I feel like it's, it's very difficult and it always was, but it's very difficult for me to even compare it to other animes. Like it doesn't feel like it's the same as mob psycho. Like I would watch those shows in totally different situations. Yeah, they are very different and you have not yet watched one out. So you can't compare it to anything else that you've (laughs) seen. That's right. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, I'm not sure it's, it's, it's one of the best I've seen. I, you know what, if if I were to compare it to one of the ones and I don't have to answer that question because it's not the last episode. Um, I know rules now because I watched Kaiji. Uh, no, if I had to compare it to anything that we've watched on the podcast so far, it would be um, – it reminds me most and, – and it isn't really this much like that much like this, but it reminds me most in tone of um, uh, Tatami Galaxy where, like, there's, there's the kind of consistent 
mistake and uh, revelation and like stuff you see as the audience that you're like, oh, I hope he sees this. Um, it, it's yeah. not quite the and same. Evil but rich people. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's like there's at least some sort of like not at least, but there is a, a kind of like connective tissue there as opposed to as much as I, you know, love mob and love this. Um, I love them for completely different reasons. <laughs> there's not a lot to, you know, if you're just like, I hope everything on this show is about mob psycho or like things like it. Uh, this is not like it. Man, I can't wait until you actually have to choose a favorite because it's going to be a good 10, 15 minutes. It's going to suck so much. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. He'll, he'll be going for a good 20 minutes. You can just go, um, like, yeah, you can you can go talk to Lisa for a little bit, see how she's doing. I'll just, yeah, I'll just yeah. be so here sure agonizing. Said, Please do not talk to me about anime, will be her first um, yeah, uh, yeah. request. But yeah. Weird. I, I can't imagine what it would be like if your wife didn't want to talk to you about anime. Uh, mine's always asking. I know, me. right? Crazy. <laughs> Although, as I said, polar bear cafe all day. No problem yeah. with polar bear cafe, but anything else, yeah. Um, is but yeah. Is there anything either of you want to talk about before we we, we call it tonight? Uh, no, I think that's. I mean, like in a way, this arc is kind of like you know, subtext is for cowards version yeah. of the first arc, which is subtext is for cowards anyway. You know, like, it, it's just, like, it just continues to be, like, hammer on everything, you know, like, yeah. just, uh, uh, just really, yeah, it's not as um, involved. I think something that, from what I remember, is different to later, um, to, although I haven't read that much, actually, later stuff, honestly, but it's, that there's the least meta game in this, mm-hmm. you know, like this is more like stages of grief stuff, yeah. you know, or kind of like, or inevitably, or human suffering. It just, you know, it it could even be not happening in a game context in a yeah. lot of ways. Whereas, like the other thing, there's far more like figuring out how somebody has certain odds, or yeah. even like in later on, he does he applies the same thing to death in a way that he hasn't even done yet here, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. But yeah, it's a bit more action packed, I guess, than the other stuff. In would that be correct? Do you think that's right? No, I think that's right. And and I think you even brought it up earlier when you like brought up that like Kaiji viewed the second beam as like a great thing because like oh, there's no competition here, right? Like yeah, yeah. yeah, and like that is so much of every other aspect of Kaiji. So whereas here he's like, oh, this is the best. Sure, I might die, but I don't have to you know make anyone else suffer. <laughs> which again. Christ-like. Um, yeah, yeah, that's him. That's him. Just, yeah. I mean, I mean, we're literally, you know, he's literally on a beam. You know, it's right there in front of you. You know, yeah. Um, Take the beam so, from from your from your eye, or like what is, what is that? Remove the beam from your eye. Um, yeah, sure. sure if, if that means sure. I'm right about the Jesus thing, yes. <laughs> I, I, Aren't you supposed I, to know this better than me? Um, uh, hey, hey. <laughs> but, just, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. I, I just I I think the invisible stairs looks like total shit, but I think everything else is great. Um, I. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really love it. I still continue. I mean, because this is my first time watching the anime, but I've read it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I still find it very interesting what they hustled through with the narrator, you know, because, like, it, it, it is a bit of an anticlimax to see a lot of guys sitting around a hall for a while after you've done the whole, like, game of death thing. So he's like, yeah, and then everybody else finished off, and then this happened, you know, like, kind of hurrying <laughs> yeah. along like that. But it's very, very faithful adaptation, I have to say, hmm. you know, like, it, it um, for something that relies so much on how much power it gets from like aghast looking faces you know it does that pretty well in the anime so you can't really complain i don't think yeah and um yeah trevor is there anything else you you want to get off your chest here uh well i got a lot of ideas uh no no i i got nothing um (laughs) i uh i will say i i i appreciate that you have only been showing me anime that when it's adapted from the manga is adapted well from the manga uh that's that's helpful It, it means we don't have to argue about stuff 
Um, nice, nice. That's so far. Good. So far, yeah. yeah. Next, next, a really horrible adaptation. Um, yeah, I was just thinking you could do a Halloween episode with that John Joe Ito thing. That's so awful. <laughs> oh yeah, or not? You know, a, a, see, I can like joke about bad anime, but it'll just go over um, like a, like a rocks. It's like, yeah, we can watch another. Yeah, that that's a thing either of you will get. Yep. <laughs> that uh, just anyway. imagine the laughter. That just mother's imagine. basement thing. Uh, uh, had a worst animes of 2020 on it, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know if I recognize any of these. And I was looking through the comments, and I was like, this is a bridge too far. I can't do yeah, this. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't do that. I'm not so watching this video. I, I already got into tech tone, and that's enough cringe <laughs> for my YouTube. Yeah. So, um, Sean, your Gotcha Game podcast is coming out soon, right? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. What, what, what? Do either of you have anything to plug? Um, no, I mean, uh, first of all, Christianity is uh, my big one. <laughs> yeah, I like to uh, Speci- specifically uh, <laughs> the Catholic Church, or yeah, specifically the Catholic, those yeah. guys, great bunch of lads. And you yeah. know what, I definitely think is possible and viable Catholic leftism. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I have I have nothing to, I suppose, I kiss your ass goodbye might be on uh, kiss your ass hiatus at the moment, but um. Uh, some controversy in the fan community when I when they found out their official fan name was asshole, even though I thought that would be obvious. Uh, <laughs> yes. but, uh, um, but no, nothing, nothing to to plug at the moment. Um, just you know, yeah. No, no offer nothing. codes to. Okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, so I'm really sorry about the whole terrible thing I said the last time. So I'm giving away some gift cards. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pointing to codes in the video. If these have been claimed, that means somebody's got them already. That's my favorite YouTuber trick to just make up gift card codes and put them into the video and oh yeah it's so, fantastic somebody's claimed them already sorry you know like yeah. i will say for anyone who who hasn't listened to any of kiss your ass goodbye um like even if you stop it here sean i was actually thinking about this the other day because a lot hadn't come out and i was like eh, it's possible he just doesn't do anymore um but i was thinking it actually like it, it as an introduction to types of old-time radio especially like old-time detective and suspense radio it's it's fun. Like you could you could listen through and have it be like a thirteen fourteen episode podcast. I forget exactly how many, um, and and that's okay. So I would encourage people to go check it out. It's uh, yeah, it's informative. Yeah. I, I, mean, I will say that like I, I'm kind of making the assumption that because I was on the last time, if you're annoyed by me, you're not listening, and if you're not annoyed by me, you either know who I am. Or you're like I don't need to listen to that guy's other thing. But I will say to just build on that. Um, uh, not at any great length, but just to say that the, the podcast I did all units or whatever is evergreen. Yeah, you know, it's not like the call, calling all units is kind of more time based, but all units is about films, and it's it's not it's I, I'm not like oh man, you know I hope uh, <laughs> I hope there isn't some kind of horrible uh, you know plague in the next couple of years. You know, like there's no there's no like uh, time sensitive stuff in there. So yeah, yeah. The, the plague is a twenty four fans. Yeah. No. Oh no. Hey, hey. Well, a great bunch of lads. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I had, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already watched the no cartridge feed on some level. Uh, but in case you don't, um, I had a good, good couple of podcasts in the last uh, week or so. Uh, D'Alessino was on the podcast and one that people seem to really like. Um, and that's, that's some self-confidence right there. That's about as good People as it gets. People seem to like it, yeah. Um, no way they actually do. That's about as good as it gets. Uh, but yeah. yeah, other than that, nothing really for me. I might, um... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see about other stuff. I'll let you know next time if I've done anything new. Uh, do you have anything yeah. you want to plug? Um, the no, new school? no. I'm I'm still pretty uh, anonymized on the internet for now. Thankfully, yeah. um, you know, I yeah, I'm, I'm slowly getting ready to to start a Plex server. That's that that's my big Ooh, project. Ooh, all right. But and I guess for next week we will watch 
up to episode or up through episode 22. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, because that's where E card ends. Um, and next thing but, begins that you both know what it is, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know. Listen, right. Trevor. Sometimes no. Sometimes the mystery like makes that. it more fun. And th- and then and then you'll decide you want to do season two, and we can one hundred percent. I can't imagine stopping and starting this at this point. That yeah. seems see season two is so. I will just say like, and I haven't read the whole thing. It's it's such an amazing place to go after season one. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's really well. Really it's, it's it's the thing. Like everything through season one, very much feels like. Like, it would have been very easy for, like, Fukumoto to get, like, a letter from an editor to be like, hey, we like, once this arc is over, no more Kaiji, and just, like, change two things and Kaiji is dead, whereas season two on is very much like, how do I get Kaiji to keep on, like, trucking? And the ways <laughs> he decides on that are incredible. Yeah, <laughs> nice. And, and it's very much, even more so than season one, it's just, you can imagine somebody with a, like, a, a, a kind of a thing that says oh shit and a little dial and just imagine them tremulously turning it impossibly more and more to the right yeah. even though you're like there's no way it goes anymore no it does it does so that's that that's still a thing i love it all right well we'll talk to you all next week yeah have a have a good one have a good Thank one you. bye hey thanks for listening to no cartridge if you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash cartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash Hegelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.